<laughs> we're home. <laughs> um, for for you guys who can't obviously see what we're doing, we actually haven't been recording in the meeting room, which is where we had our first episode for a few weeks. Well, probably for, three weeks at this point, um, for, for however long from the first episode to yeah. this one. Um, but our meeting room was redone. Our friends group was um, instrumental in getting some cabinetry put in here. It looks fantastic. Mm. Freshly painted, space is great. If you do have a chance, come downstairs and take a look at it because I I I love it. I really it, like it's it. much nicer looking. Yeah, I mean, it looks know, fresh. It, yeah, it looks fresh, <laughs> which is great. But um, so actually, I have an update from last episode. One of our volunteers came up to me, and I guess he was discussing the whole roundabout rotary mm. thing with someone who is familiar with road maintenance, who actually told him there is a technical difference between the two. Oh, okay. So a roundabout is technically smaller than a rotary, which I did not know. So what does that mean? Does that mean it just has less exits, or it's just like one of those really small ones, like by... Like in, know, like in Marston's Mills? Marston's Mills, yeah. You know, I don't know. Um, that would be a good... If you're still listening to this, <laughs> um, would you mind finding out for us, actually, if how much of a difference? Yeah. I can look it up too. Yeah, we can that look it up. That would be interesting to know. Yeah, if what did the tiny, tiny ones qualify as versus the ones that? Well, I mean, roundabout is probably the small mm. one. But yeah, so that was an interesting update that I had. I was really like pleased. To yeah, that is <laughs> really cool. <laughs> oh my god, someone listens! <laughs> someone listens. We're not just talking to to mom. Yeah, <laughs> please, whatever. please feel free to come up to us and to talk about you know whichever episode you listen to because we'd love to talk. It sparks yeah. joy. Yes, it does. <laughs> <laughs> it sparks joy. Um, other than that, I had a quick collection announcement. Mm. So I've been teasing this on Instagram a little bit, but we have a Game of Thrones baking kit, which I'm getting all the pieces together. So I would like to ideally have it ready for season finale, for series finale, May 19th. Okay. Um, but it's going to have a rolling pin, which you can emboss sugar cookies with all the different house symbols. Mm. Um, Targaryen and Lannister chocolate molds, also ice molds if you want to use them for that, and then a Stark cake, silicone cake mold, so you could have a dire wolf cake. We'll probably be making a video at some time. Yes, <laughs> yes. I need to them. take it home and make yeah. a video of yeah. it for sure, because it's. I was playing with it yesterday. I'm like, this is amazing. <laughs> I want this in my life. <laughs> Sand of an era. I know. It really is. I know, and I know that you haven't seen the first episode, and there's no spoilers that will be allowed here, but. Um, it looks like it'll be an interesting season, so we'll see. Yeah, but, yeah. But, um, yeah. <laughs> Again, I can't say anything more right now. No, without, <laughs> no, without hinting at anything. We do um, have all the back seasons, though, at the library. If someone true, wanted yes. to watch them, so you could always yeah. check. If you, if you want to catch up for the finale, you've got, you know, what, there's six episodes this season, so you've got six weeks to uh, binge watch all of our, um, which I, uh, yeah, we have the whole collection. We do, here, we have. So... That'll be good. <laughs> yeah, we have a Blu-ray version, too. For those mm -hmm. of you who are Blu-ray players, you can grab that. I think it's season six, possibly, that we have as Blu-ray. Yeah. Um, but that's always helpful, just because those don't get as much attention sometimes. Mm. Um, otherwise, there were a couple book adaptations announcements, but I actually kind of want to save that. Okay. What I am most interested in... You heard me <laughs> come up to the reference desk and scream about this. Yes. Um, AO3 was nominated for a Hugo Award. Mm-hmm for best related works category. So for those of you who don't know what AO3 is, it's 
called Archive of Our Own. It is owned by the Organization for Transformative Works, and essentially what it is is a website for fans of shows, of movies, of video games, books, anything you think of, of mm. fans, um, to go and write fan fiction, post it there, fan vids, um, fan art, art yeah. pod fix. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, fandom isn't something that I think is talked about a lot in not. mainstream. I mean, it's clearly, I mean, I'm part of it, so I, I know it, and it's mm-hmm. a huge part of, you know, how I perceive my world and, and myself. Yeah. But it's not something you find elsewhere, but libraries actually have been, like, crossing over into fandom and, and yeah. supporting fandom, and you see it pop up every now and then in a library, like, oh, they're having their own comic convention, or mm-hmm. they're, here's this corner for personal fan works for yeah. us to showcase in the teen area and things like that, so... I kind of wanted to talk a little bit about AO3 and what it is and how how it came about. Yeah, that sounds like yeah. great. I don't even know really how it came about, so that would be interesting to Um So explore. it launched November 1st, 2009, and it's entirely volunteer-run and created. They like made the coding for it. They designed mm. it. A lot of their volunteers had no experience at all with any of these things, wow. and they learned on the fly, and they're all just people from fandom working with the organization of transformative works within the organization um, to build this thing for fans. It doesn't cost us anything. There's no ads ever on it. And it's been wildly, wildly successful. I think, what was the number? As of 2019, AO3 hosted 4.7 million works in over 32,000 fandoms. I mean, that, to me, that's insane. Yeah, that is. But stuff is generated every day, and this is, I'm trying to think how to explain it. So, like, fan fiction. Mm-hmm. It's essentially a book that someone writes. Yeah. And it, it, like, it imagines their favorite characters in different situations, or even expanding on situations that they would have loved to, to have seen. Um, you know, it's, it's, I mean, I think it's a really good outlet for people who, you know, are uh, uh, fans um, big fans of about a certain work, um, and you know it's also just interesting to see you know people's perspectives about how you know a character might um, deal with a certain situation maybe outside of their realm. You know, there's um, there's a lot of uh, fans fan fictions of characters that are you know uh, like for example Game of Thrones characters, but they're in the modern world, and it's like how do they deal with that, and what are their um, you know their their daily lives like so. Um, yeah, I don't know if you wanted to expand on that at all, but um, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, like um, alternate universe ones, mm. like what you're talking about. It's and when we say like fan fiction or like written things, some of them, yes, maybe they're only ten thousand words, five thousand mm. words. Other ones are epic length they're like novels, books. like they're yeah. actual legitimate books. Mm. If I posted on our staff reading challenge the amount of Witcher fanfic I've read over the past because <laughs> um, I started a series oh cool um, the word count is insane on each of these things like it would be a legitimate paper hardbound yeah. book size book book mm-hmm. I mean it there there's nothing to like thumb your nose at it's not mm, it's not any less than a book. No, it's definitely not at all. Yeah, these people put a lot yeah. of work into what they do, what they write, what they come up with. 
And there are, like, some tropes, obviously, like you said, like, modern-day coffee mm-hmm. shop AU, <laughs> yeah. um, which is always fun where you set them in a coffee shop. <laughs> but you can pretty much find, I think, like, any fandom, any characters that you want yeah, and, if, and just read. And if not, then you just make your own. Then you I just mean, make it's, your own. You know, there's always an outlet for that as well. Yeah. And what's great about AO3 is, like, the tagging system. Mm-hmm. So let's say I want to read a book about Bilbo Baggins going to Starbucks and I want it to have Legolas in it but I don't want it to have Aragorn in it so you can on AO3 you can tag it like that Mm. which is an incredible sorting machine yeah it is you can tell it I want this but not this with these elements but not these elements and you can use your own vernacular a lot of the time Mm -hmm. if you're a writer posting things you can use your own words Um, I think it's called folksonomy that they that's the term yeah folksonomy that they use for the tagging system and their back end does all the heavy lifting to like relate this word means this thing mm. these terms are similar to these terms but it's a fascinating search engine like i wish yeah, i wish we could do that with our <laughs> opac to that a degree would be amazing. right i mean yeah to have like tags of you know what what books are about or that would be really interesting to, to have yeah to, to have user generated tags yeah. and to be able to tell the system like i want x but not y within the content mm. of my book Ooh. not necessarily just like i want this subject but not mm-hmm. this subject but to tell it like i want a book that's about this but not about this yeah like that would be really really fun because that'd Don't. be a good way to like find things that are similar trend yeah and, and have that Librarians have to get on that. I know we do. <laughs> yeah, we really have to get on that. But AO3, I don't know, it's a huge part of my life. I was Mine so too. happy when they got that Hugo Award nomination. I mean, obviously it's for the creators mm-hmm. um, who did all that work and who are still doing all this work to keep it going and to, to promote fandom and the public sphere. So hats off to them for that. But it really is, like, my favorite place to go after a long day of work, yeah. like, Again, the amount I read on there is obscene. <laughs> my Kindle, half of my Kindle is just like saved works from there because you can yeah. download it in Mobi and EPUB formats mm-hmm. to load onto your Kindle or onto your e-reader. Um, and Podfic is always fun to listen to. Yeah. I mean, people get so creative with what they can do. <laughs> but AO3, I think I started off relatively close to when it first launched. When it first launched, it was... um. By invitation only. Yep. And there was. I think a, it is still a little bit like that. It is that, still, yeah, it's still in beta. You have to request invitation, but you're always going to get it. Yeah, I mean, you're always like going to get it. It's not like the long wait list yeah. that it, it was when it started, mm. too, which is good. But when it started, it was um, in response to the original home that we were pretty much all using, fanfiction.net. Mm. And it just needed so much work. And it, it needed work. It was, it was restrictive. And, yeah. Um, and. We were trying to find a new place to go, and that place came out. And I, for me, it was word of mouth that I mm-hmm. heard about it. Um, and that I was lucky enough to get an invite from someone who I knew who already was on the site. Mm. It took a while to get it, but I finally got on. And it's been amazing to watch it grow, <laughs> honestly. It like, and to, to be able to just go to a place and find stories about characters I already love is great. Mm-hmm. I mean, because sometimes the story ends and you want you want more. Yeah. <laughs> you do want more. You you want to see what happens next. And the different ideas people have about what happens next is always incredible, mm. I think. I mean, have you ever 
written anything for Anthony? I haven't. So I, I do want to eventually. I mean, I think we were talking about this, and probably it's not really official yet, but we were maybe playing around with the idea of having oh, yeah. a yeah, the library collection. collection. So, um, you know, we'll probably make it um, available for anonymous uh, posters. Um, and it would just, I think it would be fun to have, like, you know, whether it's a contest or just in general to have this collection of work from our patrons um, that have a certain, you know, fandom that they're part of and they're really passionate about. And it can be your first time writing it. It can be your hundredth time writing fan fiction. It can be, you know, whatever you really want. Or, or you know, I'm sure we can do fan videos as well. I mean, with oh, AO3, fan videos would be do, so like, fun. Yeah. Um, so, no, I haven't. But um, if we do end up starting this, I'm, I'm going <laughs> totally. to have to Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, the collection but, yeah. would be fun if we could do one on AO3 of... Mm. of Brooks patron related work because it's just nice to share it yeah and to know like yeah you have a community here mm-hmm. you do you have people who will totally listen to you freak out about whatever character <laughs> you totally love on this show or, yeah or what happened last night on on that episode of mm-hmm. this tv like I mean it would be great to have that if there was enough interest in it so I yeah. would totally be down for starting that but I mean there's other places, too, to go mm. for fic. I will say that. AO3 tends to, for me, my perception of it That's is it's default, like yeah. the the default, the biggest repository. There's ones like LiveJournal where mm-hmm. you can find specific communities. So let's say you like Star Trek and you really, really want to be heavily involved. You can go search LiveJournal for like a Star Trek yeah. community. And there may be like a Star Trek fanfic community, which you can join and be a part of. And there's a lot of heavy posting. And it's all just related to that which there's more communication, I feel like, in those so, areas definitely. than on AO3 because there you're relying on comments mm. versus a message board, mm-hmm. essentially. I know Dreamwith used to be crazy popular. I haven't used it in ages. Um, that was, like, in the era of fanfic.net. Yeah. Um, Tumblr in general, I mean, it's pretty yeah. pretty good, but you're taking your life in your hands sometimes, yeah. <laughs> depending on... There's so many parts of fandom that are absolutely insane, like mm-hmm. fandom wars, yeah. <laughs> shipping wars, I mean... It's part of the reason why I kind of stopped using Tumblr. I made the but... mistake of going on the like Avengers tag, oh, and gosh. the amount of shipping wars going on right now <laughs> is insane. Um, shipping is when you want to see a romantic connection between two characters of any kind mm-hmm. so like certain certain pairs will get ship names um and crazy amounts of followers who will support them create content for them yeah. and that's how you search for stuff for that pair is by their ship name things like that yeah um i mean i will i will proudly say that i ship jamie and Brian in game <laughs> of thrones always they're Maybe. really popular right yes that's it I, I love that idea. I love the the switched version of the Beauty and the Beast kind of scenario. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, so there's there's so many different outlets out there, and even if it's you know an unpopular opinion, you know there are going to be f- fictions out there. Otherwise, you again once again make your own, you know, because I'm sure people someone have an wants interest. it. Yeah, someone someone there's always going to be someone out there who's mm-hmm. interested in um, you know there's different perspectives on characters. So, has anyone ever written a like? actual Beauty and the Beast retelling with them? Um, I've been looking for... I, th- there is something similar to it, and I, and I can't remember now oh, what the man. fiction is called. Um, you gotta do it! <laughs> yeah. Maybe, maybe, okay, maybe that will be my, uh, you gotta my submission. Beauty and the Beast. It's the Beauty and the Beast for Jamie and Brienne, so we'll see. That would be so... Um, 
please do it. I'd read it. Okay. <laughs> I'd read it. Well, I'll work on it. I'll see what I can do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but, I mean, this ties in. It's not just, mm. like, comic book fans or TV show fans. It's also for, for those of you who know what anime is or... Yeah. Or know someone who is into anime. There's also... That's a huge segment of fandom, too. So fandom encompasses a wide range of interests, a wide mm-hmm. range of people. It's for everyone. Yeah, it's I, not restrictive it's in really any not. way. Um, I know there's sometimes, like, a perception around it of, like, this is for kids or something like that. It's like, it's... No. Yeah. No, it's not not just for kids. There is an area for kids mm-hmm. within fandom, obviously, but... You can search by that if you wanted to, or yeah. you can search for adult content, or you can search for... it's. It really has content for everyone. So. Yeah, the rating system is good, because yeah. then you know what you're getting into straight off the bat. Mm-hmm. It goes, like, from G all the way through non-rated, essentially, if yeah. we're going to go with, like, a movie-type scale. And um, there's explanations for what everything is, yep. in addition to the author tags, pretty much every author I've ever seen tags really well Mm. on AO3. It's kind of like an unspoken agreement. Like, okay, we're going to make sure you're not flying blind into something that maybe you totally would not be interested in if after you invest, you know, 180,000 words and (laughs) multiple hours of your time into this, right? So there are explanations um, about certain flags that you can set and, Mm. and have archive warnings pop up. But... I would kind of encourage anyone to just check it out if they're interested in just reading more about favorite characters or favorite stories. Um, right now, like I said, I'm reading a ton of Witcher fic. <laughs> I, I adored the Inception movie when that came out, and so like I've been living on that section of AO3 for years oh my gosh, that and just totally too. buried in it um, <laughs> for... I like anime. I obviously, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm a dork, but um, <laughs> I'm a proud dork. But um, so like I've been in different parts of that, mm-hmm. and I've written for some of that, which has been really fun. Just mm-hmm. to you know, like I have a poster, have my friends, yeah, check it out and and whatever. And if someone, it's the highlight of my day if someone sends me like a little kudo at the end. <laughs> it's basically like liking on Facebook, sending yeah, a kudo, yeah, the which kudo is always way. really fun. Mm-hmm. Um. But if anyone's interested in starting a either an in-library fandom thing or has any tips for how to start in-library fandom-related programming, please, please, please send either of us yeah. an email or call us or tag us, whatever you want to do. Stop by the library and talk with one of us or... Yeah, yeah I am always ready to talk yeah, to fans about the things they like. Like, I don't, I don't even care if I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Just the amount of energy and joy someone has when the they're passion. talking about something that they love mm-hmm. is incredible. I mean, you've seen me go yeah. psycho I mean, you've seen me too. <laughs> we spent an entire car ride up to yeah. Salem with me bouncing back and forth. with like, what kind of this would you want? What kind of this would you yeah. like? But it's, it's honestly, like, it's something that I really enjoy. It sparks joy. Yes, it does. It sparks joy. This is not something I'm going to... Yeah. Call though I'm gonna encourage more collection until I'm drowning in it, <laughs> but um, that's essentially my little spiel on fandom. I'd obviously like to come back to it sometime. I Absolutely. thought it was timely though. Now with a yeah, with, with the Hugo Award is perfect. With the Hugo Award, I'm gonna be posting pictures of Booker's brother, cousin, friend Ned going to yes, um, Anime Boston. Not to triangulate my location too much, but. Ned is going to be going there, and photos of him will be going up on Instagram um, shortly, not too much longer. I'm 
leaving Thursday night, so I'll be there all weekend, and that'll be really fun. I'm hoping I can get some some really good photos with him. Yeah, yeah that so. would be great. Yeah. Yeah, be, I mean, you know, that's that's always the fun thing about going to those conventions is, like, asking people to take pictures with them, so that would be really good. Yeah, cosplay and <laughs> yeah. Cosplayers, oh, my God, I love them. They put so much work and effort into mm-hmm. doing their costumes. I mean, and they're legit, too. Yeah, they are. It's not just, like you know slap on a cape and call yourself superman Mm -hmm. like down to the smallest detail people will put in so much time and so much effort and get so creative what they do like 3d plastic printing was one of the ones right when we yeah that's that that webinar was i mean that's insane Mm -hmm. that's that's so creative i wish i had that that talent (laughs) to put things together like that um but that would be something that we'd We'd probably also want to do here if we could, is if yeah. there were any local cosplayers, get them together and see if we could start our own mini craft club to a degree. or That would be great. Or any kind of club related to that, because that would be fun. That mm. really would be fun. I would like that. I'd love to find the community on Cape Cod that's yes that's just as nerdy and dorky as we are. <laughs> yes, <laughs> exactly, exactly. But um, yeah, anyways, I'm sure we're going to come back to this at some point. Definitely. Um, I did want to wrap up, though, with book adaptations. So yes. I was going to jump back to that because I did say I would do that. Oh, I'm so excited for this one. I know. Aren't I you? So, uh, so it's a scary stories to tell in the dark. Yep. The teaser trailer oh came out. I have memories of being like that one kid in fourth grade <laughs> fighting for that one book on the bookshelf because it was the only copy in it. The cover's yeah. half hanging off. The pages are falling out. There's like milk stains on some of them. I loved those books. The originals with the creepy pictures. Yes. I mean, I spent, like, a lot of my childhood. My, my childhood home had a weeping willow on the outside of it. Oh my God. And it, it was huge, and it would, like, it, the, the branches would actually touch the ground, so you could actually, like, go inside of the tree. I'm and envious. I would just spend hours, like, reading this book and, like, scaring myself the whole time. It probably says something about it. And, yeah. <laughs> and, um, you know, <laughs> yeah. So that's, I'm very excited to to uh to look into that i mean i think it'll be really fun i i look like it's gonna be scary too so like yeah yeah. i mean please bring me back to those days of being terrified that would be fantastic Mm -hmm. um to go off of that actually for a second a podcast wolf 359 i might say that wrong okay try that one it's pretty good also the white vault i have yeah i've subscribed to that i haven't watched i think i told you that but or listened i I went back and re-listened to like the last episode again that's out right now, and it's um, I stand by saying like it's creepy on the level of Stephen King creepy, like it's really. It's set in a place that's cold, and you can feel the cold while you're listening to it. So I would highly recommend the White Vault. Um, anyways, back to book adaptations. Uh, Nosferatu. Some of you yes, probably have seen the teaser trailer already. That came out as well as a teaser trailer. Next is Denzel Washington and Francis McDormand are teaming up with Joel Cohen for his adaptation of Macbeth. Um, They expect to shoot that sometime before the end of the year. To Kill a Mockingbird is getting a national touring production, which will start August 2020. The Outsiders is getting a musical adaptation. What? I know. I really hope they have a song called Pony Boy. Yes. (laughs) Or there's Stay Gold Pony Boy. Oh, my gosh. That's going to be awesome. (laughs) That's going to be so good. That's that's another one that I'm going to love, I'm sure. Um, the library book yes. by Susan Orlean already has an insane amount of holds on it, right? But it's now been optioned for TV. So prepare for more. <laughs> yeah, eventually, once that list dies down, yeah. we'll get to it. 
But maybe we can get off Express. Maybe. Okay, again, library ethics. <laughs> yeah, library ethics. <laughs> My hands are tied. But, um, and then last but certainly not least, um, Native Son, which was written in 1940 by Richard Wright. That was on HBO on April 6th. So oh. I think I've actually seen the DVD floating around oh. either on the net or in my hands. I might be dreaming that it was in my hands already. Um, but that one, like, I remember having to read that in school. And oh, yeah. it was a book that stuck with me. Mm-hmm. Um, that one and, like, The Jungle, Upton Sinclair, all those. So if you're interested in, in that, definitely check out. If you have an HBO subscription, see if you can get it from there. Um otherwise keep an eye out for the library i'm sure if it comes out on dvd we'll have it if unless we already do have it and i'm i'm not dreaming yeah <laughs> but that's all i have for this episode okay yeah i mean all right well like a plan. we'll see you guys in a couple weeks i'll probably have some info about anime boston and mm. the crazy crazy things i got up to there with ned <laughs> and uh we'll see you then thanks Alrighty, thank you very much have a good Uh, rest of your day. Bye.